0: Hello and welcome to the 70th episode of The Heart of Teaching. I'm Nathan Rivers and today's episode is entitled, Dumb Stuff. If you know anybody in the community that's making a difference, send us a DM on Instagram. We'll shout them out in an upcoming episode and explain their impact on the community. This week, we'd like to recognize Lisa Sanguera for the support she has shown for so many young people in our community over the course of the past decades. Social Services is blessed to have such an amazing advocate working for all those who have challenges and are marginalized. Thank you for all that you do. If you haven't done so already, be sure to follow us on Instagram. The link to do so is available in the episode description. The Heart of Teaching proudly supports Mom Stop the Harm. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back to The Heart of Teaching. I'm Dave Ruzicki with my good friend and my student producer, Nathan Rivers, and thanks for being with us today. So here we go. In this episode, I thought I'd give you a glimpse into my teaching world and my coaching world over these many years and tell you some of the dumb stuff I've done given my competitive nature. So honestly, this is probably one of those episodes where it's uh, do as I say, but not as I do. Now notice how I use the word some when I was uh, describing some of the dumb stuff or mentioning some of the dumb stuff because I can tell you this episode can't even begin to cover some of the things that I've uh, done in close to 40 years where I'm sort of scratching my head and and thinking what the heck was I doing? So just to clarify, if you're a teacher or a coach and this little voice in your head says this may not end well for you, please, please listen to it because honestly, It's probably giving you some great advice, which in retrospect is something I should have listened to so many times. All right, so let's get started. Dumb moment number one. When you enter a school eating contest, that's kind of fun. You don't have to win. Now, remember, it's okay to come last. Believe me. Believe me when I say that, because eating six lemon meringue pies in under 10 minutes, it's not good for you. Trust me. I know that because I did it. But hey, I won or did I really I'll tell you my, my digestive tract would uh, would beg to differ. but you know what there's more Six months later, someone challenged me for my crown, my Eni crown. So again I was up for the challenge and this time it wasn't good. I devoured three big Macs, two quarter pounders with cheese, two cheeseburgers, two extra fries, one cherry pie, and a chocolate shake once again, just under 10 minutes. In front of 1,500 screaming kids. And once again, I won. Although this time, I wish I hadn't. And you probably get my drift. So, dumb thing number three. Don't accept the challenge to jello wrestle a colleague in front of the school to help promote the wrestling program. First of all, that red dye in in that gelatin that's filled in this waiting pool where you're about to uh, wrestle, it stains your body. And it takes weeks to wear off. And in the meantime, you look like you've got some kind of weird birthmark all over your body, which kind of freaks people out, and in my case, including my wife. But wait, once again, there's more. In addition, for the record, that jello, it does not cushion the fall of your opponent, even when you're going easy on him. Or in the case of our match, I, unfortunately, and mistakenly, broke my colleague's collarbone when I executed and staged a power slam. Now, the kids went crazy, but I'll tell you something. My good friend didn't, didn't really enjoy that moment. Although, you know what? The ambulance was called, and it did end some realism, did add some realism to that specific event. And my buddy did say he needed to have a break. I just don't believe he was referring to his collarbone. So, dumb thing number four. When you're the pitcher during a softball class, PE class, stand more than 7 feet away from the batter. Because if someone tells you to do that, take their advice. And here's a question for you, why do they call it softball? That frickin' ball, it's like a rock. Trust me, I know, especially when the batter hit a line drive off my face. But you know, I don't even remember getting hit, honestly. All I, all I remember is, is waking up in an ambulance and 22 stitches later and an appointment with a plastic surgeon and actually I was as good as new. Well maybe but not quite. And the common joke uh, among my wife and my friends is uh, that's why I always say, I say I've got a great face for podcasting. Dumb thing number five. If you're a football coach get off the darn field when the team is scrimmaging. Don't stand in the middle of the scrimmage and give the kids directions. Don't start coaching me up in the middle of the action. And for heaven's sakes, watch the flight of the ball when the QB releases it. Me, I forgot about all of that, and uh, especially that last part. And I got drilled in the side of the head by that football. The kids said it looked like a sniper had taken me out when I went down face first and luckily in the mud. And, you know, since this is an educational podcast, can you spell the word concussion? I actually woke up and uh, my 70-year-old assistant coach was about to administer mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on me. And uh, I yelled at him and I said, what the hell are you doing? His reply, he goes, I thought you were dead. My response, I said, I'm not dead. I'm just really stupid and I have one heck of a headache. Dumb thing number six. When you're 60 years old, make sure you remember that point and how old you are. Don't let your ego start passing checks that your body can't cash. Or in my case, and more appropriately, my Achilles tendon. You see, when I was uh, coaching football one practice, one of my players challenged me to a race, 40 yards. kind of smiled at him and I said, let's do this. And he was 16. Now, he obviously won. But you know what? Not by much. And all of a sudden, I had credibility when I was talking about the importance of speed. And the kids all wanted to race me. So seven kids later, I was racing all these kids. I was having fun. And the players were all cheering. I even managed to to win a couple of races. Oh, did I tell you the part where I neglected to stretch and actually try to win each race and run as fast as I could? So, you know, this is not going to end well, right? So... This is uh, this is not a really great story. So after I finished racing that last kid, I then decided to start covering the receivers. So I used to play defensive back in college, and now what I was going to do is allow them the opportunity to run patterns, and I would defend against them. First kid came up, looked good, pushed off, ridded, run with them, and I blew out my Achilles. And I spent four months in a cast and I had to learn how to walk and how to run again. But hey, you know what? It was great fun while it lasted. And you know what? I I got to have a great upper body workout each day on my crutches in the classroom and on that football field. So there you go. Some foolish things that I've done. Now I'm 63 and, and you would have thought I would have learned by now. But no. And I really wonder if I ever will. Let me give you an example this past season. The week of the championship game, I was reinforcing this tackling concept about going really low. And and I didn't think that some of the kids were quite getting it. So what did I do? But uh, I uh, told all the kids to gather around and some of my younger assistant coaches were there. And I told one of my assistant coaches to hold the bag. And I took a 15-yard run at this bag. Now, my coach quietly reminded me. He goes, Dave, He goes, you're 60 years old. Do you really want to do this? So now I've got all the boys and I've got my coaching staff all watching me. And I start running at this bag. And the kids, of course, they're all screaming and they're cheering. Now remember, that little voice in your head that I talked about earlier? Well, that little voice starts yapping off to me in mid-stride. And it's warning me, this is the way you blew out your Achilles. And stop it right now. Too late. I'm not listening. The cheering of the players, it's drowning out that intelligent voice in my head. Now I collide with that bag with an epic tackle. I jump to my feet and I shout out, that's how you frickin' tackle the bag. Well, the kids go wild. I raise my hands over my head and I actually start pumping my fists in the air. One of the young coaches comes up to me quietly and he says, are you okay? I smile at him. And I say, no, not really, but I should be able to walk properly game by game time. So there you have it. I bet uh, your profs in university neglected to tell you that teaching and coaching quite possibly could be a full contact occupation. And once again, This may be the only episode I'm begging you. I'm begging you to do as I say, but not as I do. Especially with the choices you make regarding dumb stuff. Or, you know what, what the heck? No guts, no glory. This is Dave Rizicki with Nathan Rivers. Thanks so much for listening. Till next week, please take care, be well, and as always, peace.